Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at Patreon.com slash TMS, like Cody Georgeson, Travis, and Jamie Snell. Coming up on TMS, getting 69 out of Disneyland. What's his bucket than the other guy? The five things Scott knows about sports. A stocking filled with soup. Hitchcock tummy tuck. Reinhardt and Doug. Do the brewers still exist because I, like, really wanted to know? Too fast, too furiosa. The happiest exit on earth. John Henry's Ghost Peppers. Mario Kart Bathroom Numb. Canadian Super Pig Invasion. Nobody can fight Big Wedding. Transparent Purple Hemorrhoid. Gross. Anything, everywhere, all at once with Stephen. And more on this episode of... I don't need some fancy cologne to tell me I'm a man. I use Skin Bracer. It smells great. But it also cools and tones my skin. Confidence is very sexy. Don't you think? I amaze even myself. The Morning Stream, Monkey Wannabe. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is Monday, December 4th, 2023. I am Scott, and that is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. Boy, Jack Palance, I never noticed the... uh... I don't need some fancy cologne to tell me I'm a man. I use- He's like, <laughs> it's like a little uh, sniff gulp. Like yeah. a- <laughs> I think that was toward the uh, toward the bitter end there. And uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I could see him doing that between each one armed push up. Yeah, kind of a kind of a. I don't know. He's one of those guys that was so weird mm-hmm. that when he died, I felt I felt more remorse when Jack Palance died that I have for almost anybody else in Hollywood of that era because oh, okay. the only real connection I have to him is that A, he's weird <laughs> and B, he did that weird, that audio thing we love where he's in the, in the uh, doing commercial yeah. reads and getting all pissed at the, Oh the yes, I'm not going to read it the way you want me to read it. Exactly. And then he's out there yeah. doing one hand or one arm pushups. That guy was a singular weirdo. Yeah. And of course, city slicker is just great. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. Who was who was uh, in the sequel? Who was his brother who played? uh, Because it was Curly, right? Legend of Curly's Gold, and then his brother was the one who took everybody to. Don't remember who played him though. Oh my gosh, have I even seen that sequel? I I might not have seen it. Trying to see if I've got the Jack Palance. Oh, I don't have the Jack Palance uh, audio on my computer. I've got like two or three CDs of. Those audio clips of celebrities behaving badly, and it's like, 
you know, it's Jack Palance yelling at the dude. It's um, uh, who's uh, um, Spartacus, the NRA guy. Uh, oh Kirk, my gosh, Kirk, uh, Kirk Douglas. Yeah, not Kirk Douglas. The um, oh yeah, that's right. Kirk Douglas is Spartacus, the other guy. Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, NRA dude. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Heston, thank you. Jeez Louise. Charlton Heston <laughs> yelling at somebody. Yeah, these are all from that uh, era, though. These are all those guys, right? Yeah. Casey Kasem bitching about a doggy death dedication. Yeah. Uh, um, Linda McCartney's horrible singing when just her microphone is on during the end of Hey Jude. Oh, right. Oh, right. So much, so much good stuff on those CDs. Those are great. By the way, yeah. here's a little palance from the past. So let's do this thing. That's the one where he's like, I want to get <laughs> this exactly. over with. <laughs> I'm not going to say it the way you want me to say it. I'm going to say it the only way I know how, which is the way I'm going to say it. <laughs> so let's do this thing he's, so we he's, can both get out of here while we're both alive or something like that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's great. He's a great, grumpy old Hollywood type. And uh, if you haven't heard that, everybody seek it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. A couple quick things. Uh, we get, you know, it's a new month. Obviously, we got. Oh, Jack Palance. By the way, Jack Palance played the brother in uh, the sequel to City Slick. Oh, he played himself. He, Oops. He was twin brothers. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, see, I don't. I don't think I saw. The I knew sequel. there was something. I, did, I couldn't put my finger on it. There was something goofy. About I have it. a strong memory that that sequel was bad, and nobody, yeah. nobody yeah. liked it, so I didn't go. I just yeah. That's exactly. That's actually it. I don't think I ever saw it. <laughs> so, yeah, but Do there's people, no no people, way it's good. There's no chance. People talk about how reviewers, you know, curve the the going sure. audience today. It was not that different yeah. back then. We'd no. hear we'd hear about stuff from I don't know Ebert and what's his bucket and uh, the other guy. Anyway, these famous reviewers would say <laughs> things and they'd go, "Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's a bad movie," open. and we would not go because of it. We'd still be swayed, you know. Yeah. Oh, we totally would back then because it was you had like four reviewers, two reviewers that you trusted. It was Siskel and Ebert for me. I was watching those guys, and if they didn't like a thing, I probably wouldn't have gone to see it. And uh, now you've got you know thousands of reviewers. Some some actually accredited writers. Some just idiots. Just. And Dopes. boy is Wednesday. Boy is my recommendal on Wednesday going to um, uh, showcase that. Oh, really? There are people on Rotten Tomatoes who hate the movie that I'm recommending just because it is one of these things that takes place in one location, kind of like Breakfast Club, right? Mm. So these these reviewers basically would bitch about it like. Oh, they never left the detention room. It totally sucked. Man, I don't know how much money it cost to make this piece of crap, but they never left that that school. God, dumb. Well, the, what's the point? of? The, but there's so many great movies that are like that. Exactly. That are take place in one location, in one room, or one... Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. How about the movie Room? That one's real good. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. It takes yeah. place in a single room. Not, Not the, the room. The room. Not yeah, the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, forget about that. You know. Staring oh, me apart, Lisa. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, that's actually kind of filmmaking I enjoy. I like it. It's claustrophobic oh, it's so and interesting. And, yeah. and man, this album, or the album, this movie, um, <laughs> it's an album, Scott. It's like a track after track of great acting. Sure. Um, this movie is, uh, I'm excited to talk about it because it falls on the shoulders of one actor who does, I think an incredible job of relaying an entire story of, of 
basically doing an entire story with a bunch of voice actors. Wow. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I have zero idea what this is, so I'm actually really st- stoked to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So a couple things before I get to the elephant in the room. <laughs> Let's talk about this whole Brewers thing. Uh, Luke and Boulder in Colorado. Yeah, we hear from him glad. all the time. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ease in a little bit. Okay, good. Because I was wondering about this too. So all right, all yeah. right. So Luke says on today's episode, Scott said he went to Wisconsin to watch Brewers games back when they were the Brewers. I need more information on what the Brewers are now. <laughs> Shout out to my Arizona Diamondbacks who beat the Brewers in the playoffs this year. I used to live in Arizona, and I'm still partial to most Arizona teams. Well, Luke, uh, I made the mistake of thinking that. The Brewers had left or they changed names or was sold and a new team was there or they had no team at all. And this tells you how closely I follow regular baseball because <laughs> I thought they were gone. I don't know why I thought that, yeah. but I did. So every time I, and yeah. I bring this story up a lot, not just on shows, but like in just personal conversations or people are like, mm-hmm. you ever been to Wisconsin? Yeah, I saw a Brewers game back when they had, you know, back when they, they were playing and people mm-hmm. kind of look at me funny, but I've never questioned it. Oh, really? Yeah. So this isn't the first time you've even said that. How funny. Yeah, so Luke, you're responsible for me finally going, oh, shit, they're still playing? <laughs> they're still playing and uh, made it to the playoffs at least. Yeah, yeah I don't really follow, uh, you know, I, it's funny because I've seen that, that Ken Burns baseball documentary, which is 18 hours long plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, I think, four times now total. I love it. Absolutely love it. But I'm more in love with the lore and the vibe of baseball. Sure, that I am course. following then, then current season each stuff. Each individual teams and yeah, stuff I don't like care that. about it. Yeah, that. of course. But I love the institution of it. It's a it's a fun thing to follow and, and learn oh, about for sure. But yeah, I uh, I, I stand I stand uh, corrected. The Brewers are alive and well and actually did okay this year. <laughs> the uh, the 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 story about the Brewers' demise has been greatly exaggerated. Yes. Uh, listen, as someone who uh, who's who's made the mistake of thinking something and saying it out loud on this show and to be told that uh, that I'm wrong, that it's, you know, so it happens and that's just what we do. In the Seattle... Okay, so I'm going to see if I can blow this. Okay. The Seattle... What were they before? You don't want to end on a win. Okay. No, I want to I I screw this up as much as I can. So Seattle had a, an, a, an a NBA team and they were called the Seattle Supersonics. That's correct. Yep. They are not there anymore, and they have no that replacement correct. team. Correct? There's no, there's no I other. Team. That's correct. I don't think there is a. I don't think there is another basketball franchise in Seattle. I think they just straight up lost it, or sold it. I think or so. Whatever. Right. That that uh, yeah. That I I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay. But, uh, and I can tell. So there's no there's a win. I could tell you that the Jazz are from New Orleans originally. <laughs> Win number two. That's an easy one. Uh, okay, good. Uh, so, <laughs> what's another one? Uh, so, so after saying, you know, there was the one thing you didn't know. You're going to tell us the five things you do know <laughs> yeah. about sports. Okay, My, all right. Michael Jordan was very good. Uh huh. Good. Okay. Uh, Larry Bird looks like your mailman, but he's really good. And <laughs> here's a fun piece of sports trivia: Goat stands for greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Make a note of that. Yeah, make a note of GOAT. That's got periods in it, though. It's a initialism it's in this a, case. It's an acronym. Or acronym because it spells something, right? Because it spells something. Yep. I always get exactly. them mixed up, man. Always. Yeah. So yeah. an ac- acronym is like FBI is an initialism because you can't sonar say Sonar is, a, is a, an, ac- uh, an acronym. Oh, I didn't know sonar was a, a short for something. What's it yeah, short for? I think so. Isn't it sonic? Because uh, radar is... Uh, 
All right. No, no, this might be this Brian. Uh, no, this is good. I want to learn. I like learning. Hold on a second. Hold on. It is an acronym, isn't it? Sound oh. navigation and ranging. Yes, thank you. Jeez Louise. Okay. Um, and radar is a uh, uh, radar O'Reilly is what that stands <laughs> for. Uh, radar Fubar. is radio, Fubar is an acronym. radio location system using radio waves. Is it short for something though? Yeah. Looks uh, like radar is not according to this. Oh, really? Well. Radio detection and ranging. How's it? Oh. The RA from radio. Oh, the D oh. from detection. They keep the A the, for radio in there? I guess to spell yeah, something They do. And because right. otherwise it'd be Ardar. Ardar. <laughs> Ardar. Ardar. All right. Well, I learned new, two new things today. That feels good. good. I learned Excellent. three new things right. today. I learned the brewers still exist, plus Excellent. those two other science things. So this is fantastic. And All uh, right. Uh, but here's another thing uh, Alfred, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, uh, it didn't have a belly button. There you go. Now you've learned five new things. Wait a minute. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. How? What happened? Was he born? Was it like uh, uh, um, uh, Wendy's boy uh, Peter with his guts on the outside? I have no idea. Because uh, there's only see. really two ways to do it. One, Alfred Hitchcock, uh, dis- his belly button disappeared when he was sewn up after surgery. Oh, well, that's fine. I mean, I, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good that's a great response oh well that's fine that's then. fine in my head i was like well he's either cloned which didn't happen back then or right he, he's know. he did like peter although even peter had has peter a weird scar a, yeah yeah i'm so, sure alfred hitchcock had a weird scar too yeah he probably did he probably yeah. had a number of weird scars that none of us want to know about <laughs> all right elephant in the room Sitting yeah. there like right, a big. Let's, let's get it out of the way. Big Pull the band fat, off. big fat gray elephant just sitting there in the room, staring at everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Furiosa trailer dropped. I didn't know it was actually happening. I didn't know that was coming. So it hit me kind of yeah. all all at once. And it was Surprise. while we were starting Core. So people in the pre-show for Core oh, got to yeah. see my live reaction to it. Uh, nice. I have now seen it probably anywhere between twenty-five and thirty times. Um, <laughs> some with other people. Probably five of those are with other people. The rest are me just over scrutinizing and analyzing it um to say i'm excited is an understatement i'm very excited and what i love the most i knew hemsworth was in this nobody knew what he was gonna be or, or what his deal is turns out he is a character called dementus and he looks suitably wackadoo uh and, yeah. today today i learned that there wasn't already a character in fury road called dementus if yeah. you would have asked me a week ago was there a character in Fury Road called Dementus? I would have said, oh, of course there is. Yeah, absolutely. The only theory I had going into this is that maybe he was Scrotus, which is one of uh, Immortan Joe's sons that you don't hear about in Fury Road, but he is in the video game. And he's canon. Okay. He exists as one of his, but he's like a rogue son. He went on, he, he didn't like what his dad was up to and left and started his own warlord business. Um, so he's the big get, uh, business cards yeah and stuff his too. cards um you know <laughs> webinars all that kind of stuff right good yeah but Here's uh my linkedin profile yeah <laughs> but he's in uh he's in scrotus is in that and scrotus is the big bad in that and he's great very cool character so i kind of thought well is this like the beginning of scrotus or something nope sure. it's a character named dementus don't know much else about him uh except we know at some point they go, they are in and go to the bullet farm. Very excited to explore whatever the hell that is. Sure. And yeah, we see that big old uh, avalanche of bullets uh, yep. uh, washing over him. And I think Anya Taylor-Joy 
mm-hmm. looks perfect for the young Furiosa role. She, she looks does. great. She looks great. Yeah. She looks really good. Uh, the minute she starts smearing gre- axle grease on her head, I'm like, yep, we're, we're in. We're going. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited, you guys. I can barely handle it. As you probably uh, all predicted, um, I'm losing it. So, watch so here's the question. When does the movie come out? May. May 24th. Oh, boy. I know. It's a while. We got five months five or so. Months of the, six months of this stuff going yep. on. Six oh. months. You're going to have to deal with me in Vegas before this happens. Oh, my God. No kidding. Oh. Even Kim goes, Kim goes, does it, is it come out the Vegas weekend? That would be amazing. I'm like. Oh. That would be really cool to see it in a big uh, group like that. No yeah, kidding. dude. Are you kidding me? I'm so excited. Anyway. So it's happening. There's still time to, do to figure out if you can, uh, if you do like a little get together, or or do you want, do you want the initial uh, watching of it to not have any distractions of of other uh, uh, like tadpoles and stuff? You just want to let that first viewing wash no, over. No, in you. fact, what I would like to do, and we talked about this as well. So you know how in the pandemic you could get a theater for like oh, 150 yeah. bucks. Yeah, you still can. Yeah, are they AMC, that cheap? AMC needs that <laughs> needs that influx right now. But have they gone up in price? I assume they have. There's no way it's still 150 bucks, right? Oh, I'm sure. And it was only 150 if you were cool watching something that that uh, they happen to have on VHS, right? Oh. It was basically <laughs> like, uh, um, oh, Under Siege Two, yeah, 150 bucks. Uh, show it to all your friends in the theater. Yeah, that <clears throat> it appears that uh, that we're going to pay more if we do this. But I'm thinking, yeah, I might rent a theater, figure it out a way, yeah. get a bunch of tadpoolers, locals out there, watch this thing in a big group because I would rather watch it with them than with strangers. Sure, you know, sure. bunch of puds well, in there. Who if don't you do it, it, I'll come out for that. Oh my Absolutely. gosh, did you guys hear it? You heard it here first. Brian will yeah. be here. I'll be there. Maybe we will. I'll, I'll uh, see if I can get. Basically, I'll do lift rides all the way to the Utah border. And oh, see I if love I can it. Get somebody. Somebody needs to go to Grand Junction, and then somebody needs to go to uh, Green River. Get them out the <laughs> Green, Green River. River. Yeah. yeah, Moab maybe. Stop off. Well, no. Moab. Once I once I cross the border, I'm not allowed to lift. I can only lift in the state in which my driver's license is. Uh, is that true? I is, didn't know that. Yeah, is is licensed. Oh, yeah, because like, I thought yeah. it would be fun if I could have done it one week of lifting in Vegas. And, and stories to tell on TMS about it. Interesting. I didn't know. But, I thought that I would be a thing where you do could just I have a go anywhere. Las Vegas driver's license, or I mean, a, a Nevada driver's license. I figured it was like my dumb marriage thing I can do. I can do marriages in any state that allows for it, except Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Nevada. Nevada's the only weird one because they have. That's the only. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Well, it's because they have their own local booming. Yeah, it competes against economy. all of the sure. Sure. Yeah, I can't fight against that. That's big Vegas. That's big Vegas. That's <laughs> big wedding. That's right. Big. We- Nobody yeah. can fight big wedding. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Let's. Uh, oh, you have a story. I'd like to hear this. I have story. a story. Oh yeah, Tina. So we're watching uh, SNL uh, Saturday night because it's Saturday Night Live, and so we're watching it live on Saturday night. Right. And um, we, you know, Tina loves Weekend Update. That's about <laughs> unless there's a really good skit. I mean, she likes the Please Don't Destroy guys so if they have a really good uh, pre-recorded thing and their and their thing this week was fantastic it was really funny mm. um but uh we'll always catch update because it's almost always guaranteed uh, laughs and they get to the story that we talked about here on tms which is the guy who took all his clothes off and started walking around naked climbed out of the boats and it's a small world at disneyland and started walking around naked right and uh and we're watching this and and the story comes on she's like oh my god and i said i know i saw the video of this guy we talked about it on TMS, and we pulled up TikToks that people had posted or videos of it. She's like, "Wow, I bet he got sixty nine right out of Disneyland." <laughs> and without missing a beat, without laughing, I just said, "No, eighty sixth. 
<laughs> you and did then like, I said, you did do like you mind little... if I tell this story on uh, TMS? She's like, that's fine. It's like the leopard thing. It's or was the leopard it, thing. Was, exactly. Or not leopard. Wasn't he the a cheetah? Cheetah. Yeah, cheetah. And you said, yeah. uh, he's, a, he's a cheetah, Scott. He's a cheetah, Scott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same tone. I love it. Right. That's perfect. So, um, so that, I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe Disneyland does have a different way of dealing with uh, folks who do this sort of thing, and they 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 get sixty nine right out of Disneyland. I don't know. I feel like it would be a little emasculating to do it in a small world. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why it makes everything look bigger? I get. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's all like yeah, little tiny. Like, I'm a giant. I'm a huge a man. Wiener. Look at all these tiny. Nothing small about this world. <laughs> Look at my huge world. I think, yeah, I think it's a little, it's a, a little more disappointing in Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion. Mm, yeah, <laughs> Haunted Mansion, dude. Can you imagine a guy running around between those mirrors where they do the ghosts and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like shaking. <laughs> you could do like what's his name on a mirror, though, I guess. Or not a mirror, but one of those glass things. I assume that's how I'm seeing ghosts in that one space. Yeah, it's the, oh God, there's the name of the effect. Basically, it's a really well lit area with all the people dancing in it with a piece of glass that is reflecting the bright people below it's basically taking place directly under where the cars go. Right. And um, I can't remember the, there's a, it's like a Pepper's Ghost. Thank you, Bobby Frank. Pepper's yeah. Ghost. Pepper's Ghost. And basically you're looking at a reflection. You're seeing the reflection of those lit up ghosts through the glass, oh, superimposed over where they're supposed to be dancing. And because the perspective of you moving is over the top of where they are, they look to stay positioned where they are as you go by which oh, is amazing that is effect. cool yeah uh i've never yeah. heard of it before it's named after english scientist john henry pepper <laughs> john henry ghost yeah john, that'd be great <laughs> ghost. he just liked pepper that's where that came he just from. like pepper yeah yeah uh let's see uh he perfected this technique between 19, uh, 1821 and 1900 Hmm. Uh, popularized the effect. Oh no, that was his. That was his age. That's at where he lived. He oh, lived. gotcha. Okay, he died in nineteen ninety or nineteen hundred. Uh, the effect uh, with the theater demonstration in eighteen sixty two and launched an international vogue for ghost theme plays that used the novel stage effect in the 1960, 1860s and subsequent wow. decades. Yeah, look at that guy. Well done, Pepper. Very you did cool. it. Yeah, Sean Bloomy says, I think there's a behind-the-scenes thing on Disney Plus for the attractions at Disney. Yes, and it's called Behind the Attraction. Is that right? Behind the Attraction? And it's really, really good. It's uh, it's fascinating stuff, and I love Paget Brewster. I think she's great, but her narration is a little over the top. They try to be really, like... Um, Zany, mm. and it and it just it it drives me nuts at times. I don't like zany because she'll respond. She basically they have these interviews with all the 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 guys like who created all the rides and all and came up with all the the innovations and stuff like that. And she'll say uh, you know say and then Walt Disney created and then they cut to a video of Walt Disney going Epcot Epcot Epcot. What the heck is that? And then another guy will say, the experimental community of tomorrow or prototype community of tomorrow. Mm. Oh, that clears it up. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, none of this. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this method of everything else I love about the uh, that that uh, show, because I'm fascinated by the inner workings of of rides. Yeah. Um, You think that guy you think that we've 
even thought about this when we named the pepper ghost pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we thought about Pepper's ghost and the ghost pepper? Yeah. Yes, because when you, if you eat enough ghost peppers, you start seeing oh, the Pepper's shit. ghost illusion. Yeah. I, can't, I would. Uh, don't do it. It's like saying Candyman four times, three times, however many. Oh How gosh, many? no. Hold no. on. Candyman was three times or five times? What was Candyman's five. Beetlejuice is three. That's right. Tony Todd's birthday today. There's a reason I oh, really? brought that up. Cool. Yeah. Or and how many good... times do you say happy birthday in the song Happy Birthday? Happy oh. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. birthday, 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 birthday. birthday. So just four times. So if you say happy birthday, Candyman. Happy birthday, Candyman. <laughs> happy birthday, dear Candyman. Happy birthday, Candyman. That's and, still only four times. And you're good. And if you never say Candyman again. Oh, shit. Exactly. And many more Candyman. Ah! <laughs> There's bees in his mouth. Right. Oh, no. Help. We're going to play a game. We're going to play this music. Uh, not that one. This one. Whoa, played twice. Hey, look who it is. Zero pal Brian Dunaway joining us for the morning half asses. Good morning, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. It's nice to have you here. How are you feeling? Hello. What's your Monday like? Oh, it's so good. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys since yesterday. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's, mm. it's so true. I, it makes me want to slow motion yell, Brian! <laughs> yep. D- Steven. Um, yeah, we'll talk to Steven later on in the show. I forgot to bring it that up. That's true. But do you think it's fun? Oh, you kind should of keep fun- that for clip. It's kind of yeah, funny. You that- should use it to intro uh, major spoilers, Scott. All right. I, I think it's fun. I think I may have tossed it. I'll have to look. Oh, my gosh. That quickly? Jeez. Uh, I might still have it. I, I get rid of I keep some that are like, you know, good. That yeah. one, that one's not good. It's kind of dumb. I think it's a good one. I think it's a good. It just pisses wow. you off. I think it's a good one. To introduce Stephen. Yeah, I might use it today. Scott's got no space for for nonsense. Well, he does like a clean hard drive. I've I noticed like, the, I that about the the folder that we share in Dropbox. He'll go through and like uh, burn it from space, kind of thing. Yeah, I'll usually <laughs> what I'll do is it from orbit every once in a while. If, if there's stuff I want, I'll keep it. And then if it's stuff I don't want, I try to like I was going through these uh, my podcast files yesterday, doing a whole ton of clean out, and I keep oh, yeah, all I the shows. Threads. Yeah, I keep all the shows. It's just that I know I have some duplicates in there and things like that, so I went yeah. and found the dupes yeah. and got rid of those. But I was a little bit shocked how how there's too many. Like I I feel like mm-hmm. there's nearly ten thousand sh- files that are shows, full shows, average hour plus. Not, it's probably the average is an hour and a half. TMS is an hour and a half on its own. Core's it's like crazy. three hours. And I realized I'm way over the 10,000 rule that uh, what's his bucket always talks about? Um, uh, who wrote those books? Shit. Oh, to be an expert is something oh, to be. Yeah, yeah. 10,000 uh, hours. Yeah. yeah, so am yeah, I an expert now? I must be an expert now because according mm. to uh, what was his name? It just it went past my head. Dwayne's Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. It's not Dwayne at all. What am I doing? I can't believe I said Dwayne, Dwayne. the Rock Gladwell. Anyway, uh, Brian, it's good to have you here. We're going to play a game. Uh, oh, I got to log oh. in. That'd be good for me to do. We got to log in. Oh, yeah. The Wraith the 86 in. says, I kind of hope Brian would do Prodigy Firestarter for Backdraft. You know what? I didn't think oh, that's that. Nice. That would have been a good one. Um, the one I thought about this morning oh. that I could have used was uh, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel and just do stuff like On the Roof. Kid with hat, right? Axe man started the fire. Yeah, right. He's exactly. always burned. 
Yeah. Burn and when the world was turned. And that's exactly the lyrics. We haven't messed it, it up was at too, all. It was too on the nose, right? It was a little it too likes on the nose. Not like, not like fire isn't right on the nose. Yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian, I would have enjoyed it. Ibit with like a, like a reverse mohawk doing some fire starter, you know, like waving at uh-huh. his head. Prodigy style. Where? those guys. Uh, smack my bitch up. All right, give us a thing. Give us a deal, a game. Tell us yeah, a game. Welcome to the Morning Half-Ass is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving the two of you the answers. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct, and three of them, like my impersonation of that dude from uh, Prodigy, rest his soul, are incorrect. Uh, depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses, but if any of those guesses are wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right gets you a point. Get two right gets you three points and get all three correct and you'll get five points uh play with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant and we're pulling contestants from members of the tadpool that aren't able to be here live uh scott you're playing for kirk reinhardt aka centrifuge (laughs) in uh, portland oregon sweet and then going to the other side of the country brian you're going to be playing for doug in philadelphia nice. oh yes doug. doug doug in philly i'd watch a oh, i'd watch doug. a buddy cop movie with reinhardt and doug reinhardt yeah. my favorite yeah. my favorite doug of all time i believe is it from the state i'm doug and i'm out of here wasn't oh, that the state? i don't remember that <laughs> is that a thing i don't remember that at all. i don't remember that either yeah. but that sounds awesome but his, yeah. his, his name was doug and he was like supposed to be young and hip and his dad was trying to always be hip with him I think it was the state on MTV. You are and, correct. Uh, and yeah, that is yeah, correct. And he keeps he kept yeah he kept trying to hit him up, and he would always go, "Oh, whatever, Dad. My name is Doug, and I'm Addy." Yeah, it was Michael uh, was Michael Showalter did this thing. Hold on, see, oh. I have a clip here. Yeah, let's see if I can just play it. Uh, yeah, here you go. This would be fun to hear. Forget it. I'm out of here. Forget it. I'm out of here. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't remember it, but awesome. it'll work. It'll work. Oh, you gotta love it. audio love that's it. recorded by pointing your phone at a TV. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love yep. it. It's the best. All right, let's get to this. Uh, I've got uh, the first question here. We we uh, tend to like movies, and we tend to like movies about this guy who didn't have a belly button. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. Which of these are actual Alfred Hitchcock movies? And which are not. I want you to tell me which of these are. Okay? All right. You got uh, Gaslight, Notorious, Frenzy, Suspicion, Diabolique, and Charade. Three of those are Alfred Hitchcock movies. Three of them aren't. I want you to tell me which ones are. Shit. Um, Didn't do any obvious ones. I feel like. Where's the birds? Where's Psycho? You 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 didn't do anything easy. Where's Rear Window? Mm, I know. Where's Vertigo? I'm doing two. Uh, Okay. You're doing two? Got locked in. Mm. Uh, I'm going two as well. Brian is locked in as well. Good job. You guys uh, settled in on Gaslight, Diabolique, and Charade. None of which are. Uh, oh my <laughs> god! Hitchcock we movies. picked all the wrong ones. <laughs> Frenzy, Frenzy is. Uh, it's a great one about a, a tie, like a killer, a, a serial killer who strangles people with a tie. 
Um, mm. Yeah, Gaslight is uh, from 1944 by George Cukor. Diabolique. Uh, um, I knew it was really a movie. Good. Mm. Yeah, all, all of these are movies. Diabolique is really yeah. good. 1955, Henri-Georges Clouseau. And then Charade, of course, uh, 1963, Stanley Donen. And that one had, what, Rock Hudson and... Um, Jeannie, who who's in uh, charade? Oh, it was, she'd uh, when know they this. go to, yeah. she would totally know it. It's where the guy sticks his hand. Oh no, that's Roman Holiday, where they stick their hand in the <laughs> in the Roman statue. <laughs> I love how you stop. It is another where the guy sticks his hand. He sticks his hand. I'm gonna wait on this sticks word. Sticks his hand in a. Oh wait, hand. it wasn't that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I like charade. It's like uh, yeah, cool little. Audrey, like Audrey Hepburn, right? There we Audrey go. Hepburn, Hepburn, Cary Audrey Grant, Hepburn. Walter Matthau. Oh, Cary okay. Grant. There we go. Yeah. Not, uh, so it's not a movie about uh, a game of charades. Is what it is not. It, no, they begin the movie by saying uh, two words, two words, two words. Uh, sounds yeah, like two words. Yeah. I had Hepburn last <laughs> night. Sounds like too much. Noodles. Not an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, Brian, we uh, we 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 killed it that first round. Let's see. Killed how we do that first one. Oh. Well, you'll do better on the second one. It's uh, science. Science. Uh, which of these are arachnids? Your choices are daddy long legs, horseshoe crab, oh, like bed trick. bug, sea spider, scorpion, and tick. Three of these uh, are arachnids. Three of them why is this like a ain't trick? not arachnids. Mm. Mm. I know, right? It just all feels like a trick. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. I'm doing three because I'm feeling lucky. Okay. I don't think that is, but I think... Mm, but they have the sh- mm, I don't know if you have to have a crunchy outer shell to be an arachnid. That's what I'm trying to remember. Uh, what do they call that? Because these are all these are all shell. chunky. Yeah, these all have chunky outer shells except for. Mm, ah, I'm really one of them. That way. The only all one right. that doesn't is the. Well, yeah, we'll let Brian tell us. Okay. Um, <laughs> neither of you fell into the sea spider trap. Very good. Uh, Daddy Longlegs <laughs> is a spider and is an arachnid. Shit. As is the tick. Spoon! As is the scorpion. <laughs> uh, Daddy Longlegs, scorpion, and tick are your three arachnids. I wasn't sure about the scorpion because he's hard shelled, right? He's Yeah, but it's, a, it's really just better? Uh, it's, it's, uh, eight, legs? Legs, eight legs and two main segments in the body. Mm-hmm. Is, the, gotcha. is what makes I gotcha. the definition. Yeah, the yeah. the horseshoe crab I knew wasn't because they're they look spidery, but they're you know yeah, and they've got like don't they have like twelve or some stupid number of legs? Yeah, straight up crustacean. Um, but in the case mm, of bugs, have but sex. they're delicious. The daddy long legs, which I always say dandy because I get it wrong. I don't know why. It's okay, a re- a dandy. Thing. I'm a dandy long legs. Growing up, I was sure that was it until someone corrected yeah. me. But um, me on this show, on this very was it here on this, you know, this very podcast, you know. Did you we talk about it here? I don't remember talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't, it was like I said, it's a daddy long legs. And you're like, no, it's a dandy long legs. And, oh. and then you Googled it. And I didn't know we had this conversation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Stephanie and a pets hey. can uh, tell us uh, what episode it happened in. Um, so if you're, yeah. if you're, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go. Oh, I was going to say, if you're triggered easy, don't don't listen to the story I'm about to tell. But oh, if you want to okay. know if someone is a sociopath when you're growing up, uh, they they tear all the legs off except for one on the on the uh, daddy long legs so they can watch them go around in circles. Just saying, oh my I gosh. knew somebody. Jeez, that's I don't like that. I don't like that that's at horrendous. all. Trigger warning yeah. off. What are what okay. are mosquito? Uh, oh no no no! What's They're the, blood suckers. There's a mos- They're vampires. There's a, there's a spider that gets mosquitoes. What's that called? Mosquito hawk. Oh, that's like a bug. That's that flying bug, though. That's not the same. 
Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never mind. Mosquito hawk. I like mosquito hawk. You know, you, you can pretty much add hawk to the end of anything and it makes it sound cooler. It totally mm. does. Yeah. 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 Mosquito hawk. Console awesome. hawk. <laughs> yeah, Console yeah. hawk. Console hawk. Yeah. All right, All let's right. get to the last question here. Uh, Brian going in with three points. Scott going in with zero. So you're going to need all of these, Scott. Don't don't hold back. Okay. Uh, original band names or former band names. These are uh, names that the bands originally had. Three of them are correct. Radiohead was originally called the Miraculously May- Majestic Mayhem Squad. The Supremes, known as the Sweet Potatoes. Queen was Pepper Pot. <laughs> Kiss was Wicked Lester. Maroon 5 was Kara's Flowers. And Creed was Naked Toddler. Three of these are correct. Three of these are lies. Naked Toddler. Come naked on. Toddler. Naked Toddler. I'm a naked toddler. Was that a Creed impression you just With did? arms wide open <laughs> to catch a naked toddler. <laughs> All right. Uh... I'm going to do two. Okay. Aren't you going to need three to win? Um, or to no. tie? Well, three to tie. Or two oh, point, two that's to tie true. I got to go for it. You're right. Yeah. Um, shit. That one's just crazy enough. It's probably right. Mm-hmm. Unless it's trying to make me think of Nirvana and the kid in the swimming pool. That's a naked toddler. Well, he's a naked infant. That's not a toddler. He's a naked baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if it was a toddler, that's a he's a he's a pool float. Yeah, he is. There's a pool float. I have chosen my three. I'm scared. Uh, well, Wicked Lester indeed was uh, original name for Kiss, then they switched it to Kiss. Uh, Naked Toddler was the original name of Creed. Oh, too bad they didn't stick with that. And the Sweet Potatoes, the Supremes, was not ah! the original name. Oh, uh, Kara's Flowers no. actually was the original name for Maroon 5. Brian gets a point. Scott, uh, close. Two out of the three you oh, needed. Almost tied uh, it up. Almost tied it up. No. Yeah. But Brian talked to you to take three. It just sounds two. right. It's like I can hear the <laughs> Supremes the going, you know, well, we ought to call ourselves. Let's call ourselves the Sweet Potatoes. You know what I mean? Like yes, it just sounded exactly. like a thing you'd do, but... Ah, poop. It does. All right. But that's uh, Brian, uh, Doug, and Philly is going to get a couple games. He's going to get Ghostwire Tokyo and Kraken Academy. Nice. Um, Ooh. But uh, Kirk Reinhardt uh, in Portland, Oregon is going to get Yakuza 4 Remastered. We tried to give these away last week. Oh, that's nice, too. Successful. That's a yeah, good game. Exactly. Everybody's a winner today. Mm. You know, like everybody's getting something pretty damn good. So there you go. I, I agree. Part of it was your good company, Brian Dunaway. It's always fun having you on. Aww. We'll do this again Aww. Wednesday oh, good. when we do the uh, yes. the other one, <laughs> the Tad Pooley Feud. So uh, look forward to that. We have live audience participation in that one, so the stakes are slightly even higher. Yeah. So uh, tune in for that. Hey Dunaway, anything else going on you want to mention before we kick? Yeah, out? I got. I'm breaking out my Game Boy this week. My Game Boy Color. Going to have fun with that. It's going to be 25 years now since the Game Boy Color was released. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! That's what we're talking well, about this week on the Play Retro what was Show. Your, yeah. uh, what's your favorite game on the Game Boy Color? Do you want to say, or is that a spoiler for the? Uh, oh, I can say. Play Retro. I have one. It, Do you have one? Yeah, anyway? I mean it's. Yeah, I mean it's Tetris just across the board for Game Boy. I mean, oh, really? I've played it okay. so much. Maybe no that's just the uh, thing. Version? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's Mario or uh, Mario Golf on there. Ah, uh, for me, uh, can I change mine? Pinball. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, that was that's I a really that. good. One. I own that. All I think I still winners. have that somewhere. That cartridge. Yeah. I think it's in that box yeah. right over there. That box. That box. Burned away. Box. Kiss our butts. All right. 
He's out. <laughs> um, yeah, I sat in. I would sit in the to- uh, in the bathroom at the work company I worked at until my legs went numb. <laughs> playing Mario Kart, or sorry, I keep saying Kart, Mario Golf on the Game Mario Boy Color. Golf. I had you want ye- hemorrhoids? That's how you get hemorrhoids. <laughs> I had a yellow one. Yellow. A yellow hemorrhoid? No, a yellow Game Boy Color. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was not a yellow. I hemorrhoid. had the transparent purple. A hemorrhoid? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually it was. Yes. <laughs> It does sound like something that would be purple. I don't know. It does. And transparent. Transparent. Transpurple. Let's get into some news today. We have time. Uh, to do that, though, I have to push a button. Here we go. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... 25 days of Santa drawings. Scott already has four of them up. Go check them out at frogpants.com slash Santa right now to see what's ho-ho-hoing. Yep, one for the fourth just went up. So that's the fourth of the month. We got four total. That makes sense because it's four days in. And I'm doing one every day. Some are weird, some are not. Some are uh, unusual. Uh, yeah. You'll have to go see for yourself. So check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait until day 25 when I have 25 of these things. And I know, it's going to be great. I'm going to never want to draw Santa again, though, after that. It's almost like you're going to want to do a, uh, one more on the 26th, a boxing uh, Santa. But, oh, I like that with like the gloves and everything? Yeah, the gloves, exactly. But uh, or, or just a Santa passed out after, a, after a, a full night of doing stuff. I like it. I do like 1920s-style boxing, though, you know? Like uh, fisticuffs, mus- little curled-up mustache, you know, guy with his pants too high, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll look mm-hmm. forward to it. Uh, let's get to the news here. This is your first story. A woman punches her husband to death for not taking her to Dubai on her birthday. Mm. 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 Jeez. Shocking incident. Okay. 36-year-old man died after he was punched in wow. the nose by his wife after he refused to take her to Dubai for his birthday or her birthday <laughs> celebration. The incident took place. I mean, she dropped hints. In her defense, she did drop a lot of hints that she wanted to go there for her birthday. Yeah, and, you know, justifiable murder for sure after all those hints she gave. Uh, Let's see. The incident took place in the couple's apartment located in a posh residential society in Poon's Juan Verde area on Friday. I don't know where that is. This is India (laughs) somewhere. Wanavdi. Yeah, is that it? (laughs) Wanavdi? What I, say? I think I don't know what one, I said. One Vardy or one something. Vardy. <laughs> it's my favorite cheese. I love a good uh, hunk oh, of good one Vardy. Good stinky one Vardy. Yeah, yeah it's so yeah. good on a cracker. Anyway, the victim identified as Nikhil Khanna, as close as we're going to get, a businessman in the construction industry, had a love marriage with his wife. Had a love oh. marriage. A love marriage. This definitely is a uh, this 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 is definitely not a translated English article. Oh, this I know what they absolutely... mean. Absolutely, they mean non-arranged. I just figured it out. That must be what. Oh, it is. love marriage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That, Over there, that's common. I was I, w- I would assume to say it this way. Over there, but because most marriages, I think, still are. I mean, arranged. Doesn't I doesn't the fact that she punched him to death for not <laughs> taking her to Dubai put put the love marriage kind of in question? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have been not that it would be better if it was arranged, but it does seem a little bit worse because it was a love marriage, you know, a love marriage. Anyway, they were been married for six years, according to a senior police officer posted at the Juan Vardy. <laughs> would you say how'd you say it again? One one of the one of the police station. Juan Vardy. I could be wrong. I mean, that's just uh, just breaking it down by. Let me go ahead and guess that oh, you're more, worked for me. You're more right than wrong than I am on this. I can promise you that. 
The incident occurred on Friday afternoon as per the primary investigation. It has been revealed that the couple had a fight because Nick, Nick Hill uh, did not take Renuka to Dubai to celebrate her birthday and did not give her expensive gifts on her birthday and anniversary. Oh, yep. I bet you it's more that. Yeah, so she punched him. I'm not sure she meant to fight him. Let's see. She punched him in the face. The impact of the punch was so hard uh, that his oh, nose... Oh, was one punch? Uh, multiple punches, but one of them s- oh. sent their nose bone into her septum and went into the brain. That's what happened. Yeah. So don't punch people in the nose. It's actually like you have kind of a high yeah, high likelihood. They call this the... What they call this? The death triangle? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Right. From here down you, to you here. about like heel of your hand up through the nose... Yeah, and they kill you. To, yeah. But you also want to avoid. So they always say if you have a gnarly pimple on your nose, don't pop it, mm-hmm. because oh really? If you get a worse infection, it's like a direct to your brain kind of deal. I forget what they call it. Something triangle of death or something. Hmm. Some wow. doctor. This is a doctor term or a um, skin doctor term. I don't remember where I heard this, but somewhere. A dermatologist. Yeah, somebody I don't somebody told me that. I can't remember who told me. Hopefully it was right. I'm sure Bobby will freak out if it's wrong. <laughs> That's what he does. Um, right, right. Let's move to this one. A population of hard to eradicate super pigs are in Canada and are threatening to invade the US. Oh man. Forget oh, about no. our forget about our southern border. Who's protecting us from super pigs in the north? <laughs> Uh, so it says here, an exploding population of hard-to-eradicate super pigs, that's in quotes, in Canada, threatening to spill south. Uh, it says they're trying to enter Minnesota, North, Car- or North Dakota, and Montana. They're taking steps to stop the invasion. In Canada, the wild pigs roaming Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba pose a new threat. They are often crossbreeds that combine the survival skills of the wild Eurasian boar with the size and high fertility of domestic swine to create a quote super pig that is spreading out of control uh ryan brook professor at the university of saskatchewan and one of canada's leading authorities on the problem calls feral swine quote the most invasive animal on the planet and a quote ecological train wreck that that seems a bit like just the fact that they you don't want to make anything super fertile because right. there's no chance it's not going to get out of control. Yeah, it's absolutely 100 going, uh, uh, getting out of control. But calling oh, it people the are most... having a hard time, by the way, in both Twitch and uh, uh, YouTube, lots of buffering and skipping. Oh, is uh... I've noticed a little bit with your audio and Discord at a couple times. Oh too. yeah, I'm having uh, something's weird. Hold on, let's uh, okay. Let me Sorry. pause things. Sorry no, to no. interrupt the uh, proceedings here. No, it's all good. Okay, all fixed, all well, all good in the house. Oh, good. Oh, thank goodness. Where was I? Uh, oh, the super, super pigs. pigs. Oh, they're coming to get uh, us, the super pigs. <laughs> What's somebody think? Oh, crap. Maybe I'm losing you. Hold on. Oh, no. Nope, you're there. Never mind. Okay, good. All right. I think it had like a little moment of like yeah. packet swap or something. Anyway, uh, watch out for the super pigs. They're here to kill you and eat you and have you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's uh, nothing good. To come from the super pigs. Name a thing that's good about super pigs. It's impossible. You can't. Do yeah, it. unless it, unless they have super bacon. That would be the only. Like if you if like the super pigs. By the way, they have the most tender, delicious bacon known to man. Then like, all right, I guess we could we can live with the super fertility and the uh, the ability to withstand a nuclear blast. Yep. Uh, yep. But not super pigs. By the way, uh, Zoe, don't get too excited about all the super pigs. Okay. Yeah. 
They're not coming to your part of the world. They're coming down here. You have to come back to the States. Come to Minnesota, visit your friend, and then while you're here, kill a super pig and eat their bacon. Kill the super pig. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, maybe not. All right, final uh, story for the day. uh, Sure. uh, For now, anyway. Sausage vending machines are booming in Germany. Oh, yeah, of course. Got to bring these here. Can we get these here? Hungry Sausage vending machines. (laughs) Hungry Germans. Craving a sausage uh-huh. in the dead of night are increasingly turning to vending machines for their bratwurst, bockwurst, and barbecue meats. Mm. Uh, the machines are. I haven't heard of bockwurst. I'm sure. I'm, I'm assuming that's like a beer, beer infused sausage because I've heard of a bock. Oh, it's a bock um, of beer. I've hear, heard. Yeah, beer. There's a beer called a bock, but I don't. I wonder if uh, the meat somehow infused with beer. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, the machines are booming outside Germany cities or German cities where shops are less likely to stay open for long hours, according to a survey. Especially in structured, weak rural areas, vending machine solutions are becoming increasingly popular. Yeah. Says Heike Reichter, an industry uh, <laughs> spokesperson. I'm sure they talk just like that. There is a strong development sure toward, did, yes. <laughs> toward, devel- or, uh, toward the vending machines, which is used to deliver meat, milk, eggs, and other products to customers outside the core opening times. Mm. That makes sense. Would you trust sure, uh, Brian, sure. would you trust a vending machine with your eggs, your milk, your butter, your fruit, your meat? Uh, if I could tell that it was like if when I got said items out of the fridge, if they were sufficiently cold, then I would trust them. But if I if it comes out of the machine and it's warm, then no, I will not uh uh I will not you will uh, not partake in that. I will case. not partake. All right. Well, I think you're. I think you're doing the right thing. It's the right thing that you're doing. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for today's news. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Stephen Schleicher will join us, and we'll do a little uh, hanging out with him, talking about some nerdy, cool stuff coming up. And uh, Brian will play a song in the meantime. What do you got? I will. I didn't have it ready. Why didn't I have it ready? It was like I. It's like I've never done this before. Um, oh yeah, this is good. This one, like I was listening to um, to tracks for the show, and then this one came up, and. Um, I needed to move it to the front. Like basically I was like, Oh, this one, this one is so good. I've got to move it to Monday because it wasn't going to be Thursday. Um, this is a band called black heart saints. Um, big thanks to Cleopatra records for sending this. This is a band from Austin, the most successful rock band from Austin. They say, wow, that's a tall, that's a tall, that is a a bold claim, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Josh LeBlanc, Mark Sean, Nathan Flores, and Ian CG. Uh, this is their brand new single. It's called Two Drinks In. One more time, thanks to uh, Cleopatra Records and Static Heart Productions. Here are Black Heart Saints and Two Drinks In. You, you want me to believe you're talking on your knees. Well, I can see right through you I've been reading through your lies Things you hide inside But I don't get around like you do
it's me. I believe any man who takes such pride in his natural naked state will surely enjoy the brisk of the outdoors. There's the dam, Superman! Hey, real quick before you tell me that song again. Um, yeah. Who's this voice right here? I believe any man who takes such pride in his natural naked state... Who is that, do you think? If you had to guess. Oh, uh, sounds like uh, Ernest Borgnine. It is. I believe any man who takes... Um, <laughs> you saying Ernest Borgnine threw my brain off. Now I can't remember his name. <laughs> well, uh, 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 the remake of Psycho. Um, uh, oh, uh, right. Uh, Vin, not Vin. Um, uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, shit. That's, oh, him that in, uh, that's him in Hacksaw Ridge, which was awesome. I loved it. Finally uh, watched, really? Oh, really? Cool. Finally okay. watched the uh, 2016 epic that is Hacksaw Ridge, and it was great. That's so good. I uh, love that movie. Really, really good. Uh, all right. I know Mel Gibson's a dick, but he makes really good movies. Um, all right. Some of them. <laughs> Many of them. Some of them. Yeah. Many of them. Um, all right. We're, where are we now? Oh, tell me who that was one more time, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, that band was Black Heart Saints from a brand new single they just released called Two Drinks In. Check them out, especially if you're in Austin. Nice, because they're supposed to be the best in Austin, I've heard. The best band ever to best, come out of Austin. Best in Austin, yes. I don't know. They're just they're taking a card out of politics. If we say we were the best, we must have been the best. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, I mean, I'm saying I'm the best, so everybody has to believe that. Yeah, you the have best. to believe exactly. they're the best. But I know who's really the best. It's this guy. And now, welcome Stephen to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. It's Stephen Schleicher joining us from Majorspoilers.com headquartered in Hayes, Kansas. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. How's it going, man? How you doing? It's going. It's good. Yeah. It's Monday. Yeah. You feeling, hol- Monday. You feeling the holiday spirit? Are you, uh, you know, gearing up for no. the good times? No, not so much. I have done 
I've bought all my Christmas gifts, and so I am done for the holidays. Oh, look at you! You're efficient as hell. I'm not that at all. I don't. I'm not ready. I got. I got stuff to get. I got things to do. I do have stuff going out. To I got. We got Christmas cards going out in the next couple of days, and uh, stuff for. Uh, uh, I have gifts for all my uh, people that I work with, like you and Brian and everybody. I got all that ready, but then all the personal, like close to home stuff. My wife, any of my mm. kids. I'm not ready. I don't know what they want. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out, I guess. Anyway, Stephen, it's good to have you here. Let's talk about some of the stuff <laughs> that you sent over here. Um, the Across the Spider-Verse script is available to read. Yeah. So Randy mentioned uh, everybody should watch uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse last week on Recommendals. Yeah. yeah. And it's a great movie. Um, I, I personally don't think it's better than the first uh Spider-Verse movie, but it's still very, very good. And one of the things when you have access to a script, oftentimes you can get more nuance and you can get better insight to what the writers were thinking when they were writing the script. And there's a couple of different scripts. Like if you go out and you buy a script online, oftentimes it's just a transcription of what you see on the screen with uh, some conventional movie things like interior, exterior, that kind of stuff. Uh, But this one is one that... uh, is very accurate to the what to what the creators wanted. In fact, it is because they wrote it. Right. But so it's so if you're looking for more context and nuance in how some lines are supposed to be delivered or what the thoughts inner thoughts are on some of the uh, the characters, then going and grabbing this script would be very beneficial to people. Also, you can get to see how many times the the writers use the f bomb in the script. Oh really? Bunch, <laughs> oh really? Was there? Is there a bunch? Of were F-bombs? there a lot? See. There's like four or five times that the F huh. word is used, but it's more in parenthetical things like, you know, Gwen is waiting for this to happen. And then in parentheticals, F it. She does it anyway. And then it goes. Okay. Into oh, the, yeah. So into less, the less dialogue, or, but more because I remember there yeah, was yeah, one, yeah, yeah. right? There was one F bomb in the, in the film. It was supposed to be, but I don't think it made the final final cut. Oh, like, gotcha. There's okay. a there's another description. It's like uh Miles Morales enters the, you know, the Spider-Verse headquarters and there are so many Spider-Men that it will blow your effing mind. Mm. Here's here's an example of them just being a little weird. In Gwen's so the headline or the headline the the header is in Gwen's room continuous and then it says Gwen digs out a police scanner from inside a cute strip uh st- excuse me stuffed animal penguin or spider Gwen if you will. Like they're being goofy in there. <laughs> I yeah, like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah, this is Peter Lord and whatever, right? That's these guys, or is it? Yeah, Lord Miller and and one other person. I forget the other person. Those guys are wacky. Who's on that? But it's free to download. Deadline has it. They also have uh, scripts for a lot of other movies, including Black Panther, Anything Everywhere All at Once, um, and anything. and some other ones that people might want. Yeah, every, everything everywhere. I like anything. I think that's a better <laughs> name. I want to but, see uh, any, yeah. anything anywhere all at once. <laughs> all at once. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the sequel. But um, yeah. so, but if know. anybody who's wanting to get into any kind of writing, script writing, et cetera, going and studying scripts alongside the film when you can watch them is, is a great thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, that's very cool. I'm going to have to scan yeah. over this thing. I'm always amazed yeah. by them because they're so simplified and outline-y that you, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to imagine. You'd have to be – I mean, obviously, you're in the right – company when you're when you're working on this with other creatives right so everyone understands the Mm -hmm. language of a script but on the face of it it's just very like even less than a book it's just very basic it's like here's a scene something happens depends on 
it depends on the creator, right? Because like if you read a Quentin Tarantino script, he like goes into like paragraphs of detail about what you expect. Like the Hateful Eight, he goes into excruciating detail about, you know, things that you're seeing in the scene and why it should be this way, et cetera, et cetera. And he's using his own language because that's what he understands. And one of the things that I think once you start reading it, yes, there are certain conventions and certain styles that uh, studios and, and uh, executives are looking for when they're looking at scripts. But when it comes to, is there an exact way to write a script? There's not. And so looking at all these different scripts is just amazing. Yeah. I, uh, that's interesting. Uh, real quick here. Oh, I lost it. Where'd it go? Oh, we should mention. Oh, no, we did. Cause Randy recommended it. It's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. So people want mm-hmm. to see the movie yeah. and then read this as kind of a companion piece before or after yeah. or something. I don't know. It's a nice little look into how this stuff gets made. But so much of movies is visual, right? That it, it makes sense you'd have a more simplified outline as a script mm-hmm. than some, you know, they're not going right yeah, from a novel or. I mean, the storyboarding would be insane for this. Yeah. Less so, you know, the script, yes. a lot more tame compared to the storyboarding that probably had to go on with that. So there's a couple true. of different ways that you can approach a script. Uh, some people say keep it bare bones and let the director come up with the vision and the shots that, that he or she wants in in the making of the film uh there's another group of people that are like no if you say that this shot needs you know that this scene needs to open on a close-up of something or if you want to do a big wide swooping swoosh across the uh the valley or something write it in there and so it's you know there's no uh, certainly there's ways to make it pretty simplified and this script i would say is probably in in between Mm. keeping it very bare bones and and uh offering as much detail as you possibly can and I think part of that is because this is animation. And so you do need to convey a lot more in animation than what you might get through interactions with the director and through the through the actors in the piece. And especially if you're trying to convey information to, and since Lord Miller uh, directing this piece as well, um, you can go in and, and offer directions to the people who are animating stuff as well. How far off do you think we are from this script, the way it's written? You just feed this into something and out comes the storyboarding AI AI storyboarding and then you go back as a person and go all right yeah well we like what they've done here but we're going to tweak this and add this that seems like it's going to be part of the process sooner or later don't you think I I can see that I mean I think we're a ways off because if you look and I I don't have let me open up the script really quick um, because if you look at some of the uh, descriptions one of the things that especially when you're when you're thinking about directing or when you're doing storyboards are what are all of the angles and shots and things that you need so if we go down into um, Chelsea Day exterior Gwen uh, walks against the foot traffic in her paint streaked world though she doesn't move uh, through it so much as it moves around her reflecting less how things are and more how she is Mm. you you can't feed that into an ai and have it spit out the angle and the color scheme and the tone that you're looking for in that as far as the storyboard goes i think we're probably getting closer in fact i probably should just uh copy this and paste it into uh chat gpt or i'm not into into mid-journey and see, see what what we come up with, <laughs> and I'm going to bet that it's it's nothing close to. Pro- probably not. The reason I say yeah. this, though, it would have to be a model specifically trained for this job. It wouldn't be. Yeah, some that's general and so thing. that's one of the things that you know some web cartoonists are saying is like, hey, get your own localized version of Chat or of uh, Mid Journey or or one of these other um, systems. Train it on your stuff so that when 
Scott Johnson says, I need a background for this. It'll go through and say, okay, well, a typical Scott Johnson background looks like this. And it can offer it up to you and be like, yeah, a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Boom. Uh, you're done and ready to go. Yeah, so who, I think who we're was, getting closer to that. Was it you who, I can't remember if you were on here and talking about this or not, but we were talking about some comic book artist who's doing this very thing. He's having his own work trained yeah, into a model um, and then pooping um, in his backgrounds. It is the guys who do, and I'm thinking, it's off the top of my head, I can't remember. They do the Comics Lab podcast, uh, but they uh, have Sheldon as one of the web comics, and the other one, uh, now I forget who the other one is. But yeah, they've they've done it, and they're both kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's not great. It's got a ways to go. Yeah, Yeah. it's got a ways to go. Um, But, you know, two years from now, I mean, we're just over a year from... Um, Mid Journey being really open and, and ChatGPT being open to generalized public people. So, two more years, yeah, might be real easy to just feed a script and pop out a, a storyboard. But again, it depends on what the what the director wants. He he or she may say, you know what, I want this to be a very low angle. I want to see those uh, steps on the sidewalk, and every time she steps into a puddle, the light, you know, reflects or does something different. Storyboard that out. That's something that the nuance of a of an AI model is not going to be able to. Uh, to do easy. Yeah, but if they get really good at the real time transcription of her saying that, the director saying what mm-hmm. I really want is a low shot mm-hmm. near the water with a reflection and it happening in yeah. real time, not waiting for yeah. it, it's just doing it. I mean, that's that's pretty compelling for a workflow. Yeah, that, that would be really cool too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not to bring AI into every damn conversation I ever have, but I think <laughs> about this stuff a lot. Uh, the Last of Us season two begins filming in February, so uh, we're not going to see this show till 2025, though, right? No, probably not, unless they. And I don't know how many episodes season two is supposed to be. I think what was season one, like ten episodes. So we figure if they begin shooting in February, let's say they're on a schedule of one episode per week. That's ten weeks plus another ten weeks of post production. So, uh, <laughs> tw- you know, probably probably 2025. Yeah, early 2025. Yeah, probably uh, they would be yeah. they would be pushing it to get it with the big production value. I was going to say, there's a lot of post-production that happens with that show. So Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking uh, like The Flash on CW. That's That was a week-to-week where they basically had a week to prep, a week to shoot, and a week and a half to two weeks sometimes, but a lot of times it was a week to get all the post-production done. Um, mm-hmm. So I would bet just in the way that Max is weird right now Mm. they're probably gonna try to get it in 2024 but i wouldn't be surprised if this is a february of 2025 release that makes sense Mm -hmm. to me do you also uh, have you uh, no go ahead ask your question i was just gonna say on the topic of game game inspired or game related television projects did you see the fallout uh, the fallout trailer i have not watched the fallout trailer but i did see a trailer Mm. i did see a frame from it looked amazing it looks good i'm excited about it if anything it looks exactly like the game's aesthetic and and some people are worried about that they feel like it's like uh i don't know people can't people want it both ways either it looks too much like the thing they want to be good or it doesn't look anything like the thing they want i mean whatever i don't care about that argument but it does look very fallout i mean freaking dog meat the dog is in it there's uh still brotherhood dudes in big um, what are those called? Mm-hmm, they're big in suits. Uh, I forgot the name. Suits. Yeah, that looks really power cool. suits. That's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. The guns look goofy. The jumps, blue jumpsuits you leave the vault with all look just exactly like the games. Like it seems like they're the really humor, good for it. The humor is in there too. It seems. Yeah, it seems a little goofy, a little uh, funny, and also Walton Goggins as a ghoul with his nose missing. Yeah, with no nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> excited about that. Perfect. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Uh, back, what are you going to say? Back to lack. 
back to Last of Us. Uh, Craig Mazin is the showrunner on that. He also has a podcast uh, called Script Notes. So again, tying it back to the Spider-Man thing, if people want more insight into what goes into making a show, he was the one behind Chernobyl, uh, Last of Us Season 1, obviously, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, you can get some insight from from two people that are working in the industry on that show. Yeah. Uh, the thing I was going to say is, you guys got any thoughts on... Uh, Warner Brothers suddenly dumping like their entire lineup on Netflix. Um, it's oh. a little weird. I mean, all that stuff is suddenly there. What I'm more concerned about is they pulled a ton of stuff from the PlayStation library and mm-hmm. that's not streaming. Those are movies you paid for. So if, yeah. so if you spent, let's say 14 bucks on a movie, I can't think of a movie, but a movie from them, uh, PlayStation put out this notice saying, look, if you bought any of these, these certain titles will no longer be playable after a certain time, which December means 31st, I believe, which yeah. means you don't own that shit after all. Right. Right. Like you should have rented. Well, you never you did, really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you think you were, were supposed to feel like we did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like I, mean, I feel like I guess if I buy a movie from Apple TV and it downloads it to my computer, I feel like I own that. I don't feel like Apple can yeah. all of a sudden say, "Yep, now that movie that you bought through through the music store, the the movie store, whatever they call, mm-hmm. I have no idea what they call it now that it's Apple Music, Apple but Plus. Um, some yeah. whatever, yeah, um, yeah, you don't own that. We're just going to pull that. Sorry, so sorry. And and Apple has done that in the past, right? I mean, they'll lose. Uh, they, I've had movies that I've purchased years ago that suddenly oh, really? don't they, show up in the Apple Store anymore. Uh, oh, I can still, and of course I have it locally, but yeah. my understanding is they also just keep it on their servers for people who purchased it so that they can mm. still play it, but they don't offer it for sale anymore. Yeah. That's different from what gotcha. PlayStation is doing. Yeah, yeah that, would this, be the um, way, yeah. that would be the way that they could save face and do it. Just say, well, if you've purchased it, you can still see it on our servers, but we but we won't be selling it anymore. Yeah, and that would be fine. But what, what they are actually doing is the DRM is not allowing you to even play the damn thing. Oh, that's horrible. So there's going to yeah. be a suit or something there. It's going to get weird before it gets better. But in the case of this Netflix dump, it's just interesting because suddenly a bunch of stuff I associated specifically with Max are, are now just there in mass. I, I noticed that it's not their discovery offerings that are showing up on Netflix. I, I, I noticed that it's their <laughs> Warner Brothers offerings that are showing up on, yeah. on So Netflix. it's very specific to just their Warner Brothers stuff. Interesting. That's what it looks like to me. But then yeah. again, uh, I'm anti Zaslov, so uh, this is not <laughs> a surprise. There might be a little bit of a bias, sure. I mean, sure. when you think about it, if you were thinking about yeah. it from a business perspective, if they are trying to stop the hemorrhaging of money and they are trying to pay off the $5 billion debt that they have, License that stuff out to any streamer that wants it. Netflix obviously is very interested in this. Who knows how long those agreements are going on, but it's a way to help pay off that debt. But on the other hand, something doesn't smell quite right when it comes to David Zaslov. Yeah, something's weird. I don't trust that guy at all. He's no, I don't either. He's a poo-poo. He's a poo-poo head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, harsh. I know. I know. I'm I mean, getting wow. pretty harsh. I know. I mean, suddenly Warner Brothers dumping all this stuff on Netflix is great for me because I canceled my Max <laughs> subscription years ago when he first uh, took over. So that's true. Yeah. Real quick, you mentioned Craig Mazin, the showrunner for Last of Us, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Chernobyl, and all that. Uh, it was his daughter. We've talked about this on the show before, but just as a way of reminder, his daughter did that uh, cover of. I can find it. Oh, shoot. What's the name of it, though? I've got the album here, but I can't find the name of the song. Anyway, there's a song on there that aired in the last or second to last episode. I can't remember which. That is so good. Such a cool cover. 
Um, oh, I wish I could find what's, it. What's her never, name? Never Let Me Down Again. Her name is Jessica. Never Let Me Down Again. What is it again? What's her name? Okay. Jessica Mazin. Jessica Mazin. M-A-Z-I-N. Such a great cover, dude. It's so good. Cool. And his daughter's got, got like an amazing voice. She's like an angel. Anyway, uh, well, there's that. Let's talk about Lego Fortnite because that's happening Are December seventh. For this? No, I don't care. No, about it. <laughs> I, 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 my oldest no. son. I, we were talking. He's like, "Hey, Dad, did you see so and so was in Fortnite?" I was like, "Oh yeah, did you see that Lego was in Fortnite?" He's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "What do you think about that?" He goes, "I'm interested in seeing what it is, but uh, supposedly it's going to change up the gameplay of Fortnite." Mm. It makes sense. Uh, oh, they, really? they do this with their with their big seasonal stuff. They just had the Eminem mm-hmm. concert and. You can get the M&M skin and, you know, they do. So they do a lot of music tie-ins, a lot of other stuff. I know, I noticed that. So they're putting Peter Griffin from Family Guy in the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's great about it, at first I was just like, that's ah, annoying, whatever. I don't care, Fortnite. But I actually kind of like it because somebody showed me in these in these kind of games, especially Fortnite, when you get shot, you, you're not killed right away. You're down on your mm-hmm. legs craw- crawling around. And people can run up to you and decide what to do. And re- your friends can revive you, but they can finish you off if, if the bad guy comes. What happens when Peter Griffin goes down is he does that thing where he rolls on his back, oh, holds yeah. his knee and goes, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he'll do that until the timer runs out. It's amazing. <laughs> somebody, awesome. yeah. somebody needs to put on a giant chicken skin. Yeah, too. right. It just have the, the that might that a, might be in the, there. The long know. overdone fight yeah. wouldn't wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that was in there. But but yeah, no so these the, these crossovers are pretty thing. crazy. Yeah, go ahead. They're, they so a couple, one of the cool things is um, everybody can be minifigures, mm-hmm. and so you can take your uh, skins, your costumes that you wear in Fortnite, and put them on your minifigures. But if you go over to the Lego website, they're like super cagey on every everything in a fre- frequently asked questions. Like the question is, what do you do in Lego Fortnite? And it, the answer is be prepared for something a little different than what you're used to, but more news to follow after the game launches on December 7th. Mm. Okay. Hmm. It's not a lot of info, but I, yeah. I'm guessing they're going to do more of the, if you've ever played any of the other Lego video games where in Fortnite, obviously you're supposed to build forts. Uh, but uh, I, I'm sure they're going to make it more Lego oriented when you're building all of your, you know, sure. your walls and collecting and pieces to be able it to build. Su- a, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if you have to collect pieces in order to build those things. That makes yeah. sense. Lean yeah. into the Lego part of it. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Uh, good, enjoy that, kids and adults who also enjoy Fortnite. It's coming. <laughs> and, and Scott, who will play it on December. 7th I'm not playing that. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have an. I don't have any. Well, I like no build mode. It's actually pretty fun where you don't have the building, but that seems antithetical to the Lego thing. So I don't. I don't know why I would do that, but no build mode in that game is actually pretty legit. But it's the one where they're all spending the last 10 minutes of the fight constructing ridiculous cover structures that you're never, ever going to be able to climb or, or yeah. Yeah. And just hiding from everybody, each other. It sucks. I hate it. I can't stand that part of the game. Did you ever Uh, play it when it, uh, before it became, you know, battle Royale when it was just, Oh yeah. The, the us versus the world mode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, That's the original, the original game design. That's all it was going to be. And what happened is, uh, uh, that game called, um, ah, Oh, uh, PUBG. PUBG. Or, thank you. Player uh, yeah. Player Unknowns uh, Battlegrounds, whatever the hell Battlegrounds. it's called. Yeah. Uh, that game comes out. The game mode takes off like crazy, explodes overnight, and those guys at Epic just pivoted. They went, "What if we made that mode real quick?" And they did, and that took off. And now it's the only thing anyone cares about. Nobody's playing the us versus the world mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody is, I don't know who they are. It's just like hardly anybody. 
That's one of the greatest, weirdest pivots in game history. And it totally paid off for those guys. So I guess well done. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, that is going to do it for today. Steven, anything going on on your site that people should check out this holiday season? Oh, this holiday season, we are getting ready to wrap up our major spoilers podcast for the year. And if people got a kick out of our Batman's Got a Gun special episode, I am in the process right now of wrapping up the editing of a big two-part thing that I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but let's just say it has to do with comic book history and a certain big publisher and something that they did that went horribly, horribly wrong for them. Oh, <laughs> I cannot even guess what this is. Big I know, fan. yeah. It feels like there's so many options it could be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Brian knows because Brian read the script already, so. Oh, really? Oh. Like last year, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know then. I still I still have no idea. Brian, do you know what he means? I'm, I'm not remembering, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to have to wait You'll and see like the rest of us. You'll just have to wait. I'll, I'll uh, tell you more next next time I'm on the show. I can't wait. Awesome. Should I be drinking yeah. this time of year? It's a little cooler. I don't have to think No, 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 no. Uh, the only thing you should be drinking, I mean, the problem is you go outside of alcohol and then you get in big trouble. So what you should do is just drink plenty of water and stay hydrated. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah, very good. Excellent news. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like that he thought you meant drink drinking. By yeah. The way, yeah. No, no, Scott, don't, don't start drinking. I don't know why. I don't know why he thought I meant that, but that's fine. I like it. Let's move on to this. Uh, this the couple of messages before we leave. All right. Here's yeah. one from Grandmaster Jarf, aka Jeff the Mailman from Maine. It says, good morning, guys. This is uh, uh, kind of about the song request. He says, this is Grandmaster yeah. Jarf, a.k.a. Jeff, so definitely a dude. I just heard the cover of Who Wants to Live Forever, and while I was walking my mail route delivering mail, which, yes, I also hate inline catalogs, I stopped and I <laughs> cried, he says. My goodness. Uh, Thank you for that amazing cover song. And yes, every uh, November 21st isn't a good day at all, but I have to power through it because life doesn't stop for anything. Uh, however, thank you for the amazing cover and thank you for all the good work. Please keep it up. Thanks. Uh, so I thought that was really nice, wasn't it? That's great. Yeah, Bella Goldwyn did that cover and um, just amazing, amazing voice on her. Yeah, that was a really good, that was a great cover. And I'm glad it hit you right there in the feels there, Jeff. Keep yeah. delivering those inline catalogs. Uh, final message. This is a dates question for Brian. Uh, they did not leave a name, so I'll just read it as is. Okay. I have a question for Brian. I am always amazed by all the awesome and unique date nights Tina and you go on. How do you find all these ideas? Oh, it's a good question. All right, so if Tina's listening, I want you to stop listening right now, Tina. Don't worry. There's the, we won't say anything funny for the rest of the show anyway, so you can uh, stop listening to this episode right now because I don't want you to know how I find a lot of these. Um all right, hopefully she's not listening anymore. Um, surprisingly, uh, things like Groupon and Eventbrite, um, uh, you'll find these like one-off learn to clog dance kind of things, you know, little tickets to learn how to how to uh, paint uh, uh, mosaics or something like that, or assemble mosaics, things like that. Like you find some really unusual um, one-night-only kind of events that are perfect for date night um like what's this one money 101 but first chocolate so it's a chocolate and learning to invest nope thank you very much mm. uh um let's see Colorado Arson, hazel miller oh hazel miller's coming to town that'd be cool irish christmas in america so an irish christmas festival thing mm. oh she would totally dig that see that's another good one pints and pours oh yeah with launchpad brewery go uh, you do uh, looks like tie dye painting and brewery, 
So oh, that's cool. It's stuff like that that you find, and uh, and and then you just basically target, like, say, okay, well, it's it's things that that Tina has to like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I specifically look for. Yeah, I like that. There's Alanis Morissette. Uh, coming to the USANA Amphitheater in West Valley City, Utah. Uh, oh, there you go. Like uh, almost half off these tickets. Yeah. See, there you go. So you, you want to know deals and that. ideas. So deals, ideas, and more. Right. Exactly. That's our new yep. website coming out. Deals, ideas, and more. <laughs> Very Excellent. excited about it. Here you um, go. How to make woodworking uh, wooden jewelry Sunday, December thirty first. Uh, uh, making uh, woodworking and uh, jewelry right there. And, Boy, I'll tell you one thing that's annoying. They got some weird code on their website that made it so their pop-up that makes you got to either click out of it or or sign up for the coupon yeah. to see anything else. For some reason, it put it way at the bottom of the page, and it just looked like their page was broken. Oh, jeez. I hate that. It's effed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's cool. Ooh, Kangaroo yeah. Zoo. Any day pass. Usually 17. I can get it for 11. What? See? What? There you go. All right. Kangaroo Zoo, look at that. That sounds fun. I don't even know what it is. Some kind I of don't thing. Either. Oh, I can go to IROC Utah where they got the they got the um the, the big huge fan that blows you up in the tube. What's that called? Um Oh yeah, the indoor skydiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a place called iFly, which is Flow Rider. It has a Flow Rider. Is that a brand? Well anyway. Must be uh, 116 Flow Rider. <laughs> 116 bucks, usually sixty seven and a perfect date. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. Biscuit and hogs. All right. Anyway. See? See what I mean? Easy yeah. to find this stuff if you know where to look. So. All right. There's your trick. Hopefully Tina didn't uh, just discover my secret. It'd be funny if her, her method for your secret dates is like way more complicated and a huge pain in the butt, and then she just found out how easy it is for you. That'd be Yeah, funny. but see, the problem is that that's great, but I don't want her to see... Like she'll be spoiled if she sees some of these things and says, "Oh, I know what Brian's picking for me. He's going to totally do this." Oh one. yeah, you don't want her to know. You don't want her to yeah, see. I don't want her to know. Exactly. But I want to know what her process is. Is what I'm saying. I want to know how yeah. she's finding. Yeah, maybe your stuff. maybe we can get her a call in, and I swear to God, I'll I will take my headphones off. If you, I'll, I'll ask her to play uh, or record a clip and send it to you about how she picks her mystery dates. And, do it. Uh, yeah, we'll do it on the air. You'll take your headphones yeah. off, and you guys I'll take can my hear headphones it. off, and uh, and won't listen. All right. Tina, it's your, it's now in your court. The ball. <laughs> uh, all right, that is it for uh, stuff you guys sent in. If you want to send us emails, you can the morning stream at gmail.com. And if you want to send us texts, you can do that also at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. That includes voicemails. And today, even though a bunch of you will say, "I don't remember you telling us this," I'm going to put a bunch of calls that don't really fit in the main show or are a little too long or are older. I'm going to put those in post today. So you're going to hear a whole bunch of those oh, at the tail end of the show. Cool. Every once in a while, I just kind of do a little afterburner and poop a yeah, bunch of them so out. So be after the final song? Yeah, after the song, you'll hear cool. those. For patrons, you'll hear it before our post show. So watch. Because I that. want to hear those too, so I'll go listen. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, Brian, I think that's it. Let's do a yeah. song to leave with. Do you have one of those handy? I do. Sue Tranu uh, wrote in and said, uh, the Equal Rights Amendment was first introduced 100 years ago this month. Wow. And we still haven't figured it out. This goes to uh, this goes out to all us men because, seriously, it's about time we did something productive. Uh, here, here, Sue Tranu. Um, yeah, wanted to hear this cover right here. I've played this recently on Coverville's Guess the Connection. There was a... Uh, a, a quiz where I used this song, but it's so good. I want to use it here. I want to play it here. It's a cover of uh, Aretha Franklin's arrangement of Respect. Of course, Aretha Franklin did a cover of Otis Redding's 
um, respect and added the whole R-E-S-P-E-C-T and the backing vocals, sake to me, sake to me, all, et cetera. So she, she made the song completely her own. And when people cover that song, they cover the Aretha Franklin version. Usually, um, this is a version by Lenka from her recover EP from 2020. Here is respect. Drive around the pickup truck with Granny strapped to the back. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.